Podcast. It is I, Polo Parata. Uh, How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And as promised, the In one the place and the only Uncle Nick is here this week. Exactly. You know, last week uh, I made a boo boo and I told him the wrong date and the time. So Uncle Nick was popping. Yo, I'm doing good, son. I was on my way over here. I was on the train. Uh-huh. And I got a gripe with anybody that likes to act mad tough for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, so the train is not moving. I got to get here. I'm like, yo, son, what's going on? Yo, I don't know. I'm like, yo, my man, what the fuck? You sell kilos? You shoot niggas? You be giving out buck fit? Like, like, what's your problem right now? You probably don't even got a high school diploma and you're making like $45 an hour to sit on your ass on a Sunday. Where the fuck is the train going? When are we leaving? Oh, now, nah, now nah, he starts getting different. And I'm like, yo, you know what, son? Let me just break out. So I break out to go catch the Uber. It's crackhead bitches down there. Wow, motherfuckers wild. And now this bitch got a bald head talking about she shaved the head to give the hair to the kids for cancer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's mad noble, but you smoke mad G-Pack. So you're not that noble. You know what I'm saying? She was flashing me, moaning me. Then I was in Jersey the night before. Fucking crackhead is jumping off the train track, uh, off the platform onto the train track, screaming, bugging. I had to say a prayer for him. I was mad at him at first, but then I started realizing, yo, this motherfucker's mentally ill and he's insane. Then some bitch started smoking dust on the train. And I was like, because I don't really see wait, a wait, lot wait, of wait. women smoking dust. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a lot going on here. So yeah, let's, so let's unpack 24 it. hours of madness, son. So, all right, let's start the 24 hours. <laughs> what What was the first thing you did? What started? Oh, I went to Jersey. We, um, shout out to my man, Wami, my man, Vic, my whole PJC crew, my girl, Anna, everybody. There was a graph um, festival yesterday. Okay. And there's a, a weed dispensary called Harmony. So they kind of sponsored, not kind of, they sponsored the whole shit. So they had like a pound of weed. Well, niggas smoked all that shit, but it was mad weed, mad stuff going on. So I was out there. Then my homegirl was supposed to drive me back, but she got twisted. So now I'm trying to catch the train back, the path, late at night. And now I get into the city and now I'm jumping on the train to go from the west side to the east side. Right. And I was just like... So Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. How was the event? Did you oh, the event was dope. I actually enjoyed myself, son. I killed them. I came out there super fly. You know what I'm saying? I had my beret on. I was ready to protect and serve. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do my one-two. And it, it was a good it was a good experience. You know, when you get to see people you haven't seen in a while. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole pandemic, once that... Because I used to be in Jersey all the time. Then the pandemic hit and you know, everything just kind of got put on hold. I mean, I still did what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, other people weren't moving that way. Right, and I don't right. have kids. You know, I keep my shit pretty cool. I always wear the mask. So, you know, I noticed other people had different parameters. So I just stayed in my lane and did my one too. You know what I mean? But I haven't right. seen them in a minute, so it was cool to get back in the mix. And, you know, just, just have a good time. I don't do graph for nothing like that. But So you don't do it, but you just, like, enjoy the art of it? Or I, I, I enjoy people that... Well, I should have said, I, I, I enjoy the experience of watching people create shit and they're confident. They're not afraid. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. I don't care if you talk shit. I don't care if you sell drugs, you do graph, whatever. If you believe in your shit, you're confident, and you're out there trying to be the best at it, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's yeah. that's more so kind of what it is. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so you go from Jersey, it sounds, back to Manhattan? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got back to Manhattan. Everybody was wilding. And Duke was jumping on and off the platform and standing on the third rail. And I'm like, yo, son, if this dude slips and slides the wrong way, yeah. right, I'm going to watch this motherfucker get electrified. He's gonna I'm going like, to pop like a firecracker. Son. So, and I, you know, and at first I'm like, what the fuck you doing? Get the fuck up here, son. And then he jumped up, but then he started like talking about his mother and rolling on the floor and all this shit. And I was just like, yo, damn. Yo, instead of getting mad at you right now, I just closed my eyes and I prayed for the homie. And he kind of calmed down a little bit. Then I just hopped on the train and I was out. And I was just like, damn. So then the other bitch started smoking dust. And I'm like, Yo, this is crazy because you don't really see a lot of women just smoking dust in front of everybody. But she was like, <laughs> getting out. And I was like, damn. Then she went and smoked a cigarette on the train. We got on. I was like, yo, it, like, I don't know if it's the pandemic. I see people wilding it's out at the pandemic. basketball games, it's pandemic. throwing popcorn, yeah. spitting at people. I just think people have throwing been bottles. Or that have been cooped up so much that they're kind of out and about now and they're just mm-hmm. behaving badly, kind of, you it, know, trying to get their barons. It, it's more than that, you know? The cops were lenient during the whole pandemic. Oh, you could pretty much lenient. go out in the street and do whatever you wanted. And now people have adjusted to that. And they try and make shit go back to normal. And people are still moving like it's they can do whatever they want. Yeah. You know? Well, they're going to find out that they can't. Well, you almost got assaulted last week. Yeah, I almost got... What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost got, got assaulted <laughs> like two weeks ago. And today... Nice with your hands? I, I don't engage people like that. <laughs> you know, you no. have fights in your life, though, I mean. Yes, I have, oh, sure. You, you would have won, or? I mean. <laughs> he said you would have won, though, God. No, I don't think I would have won this one, to be honest. Oh, got you. Yeah, 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 because sometimes there's just some stuff that's a little out of your league. Got no, you. no. Don't worry, he'll show you the video. Man. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you the video. Oh, you recorded it. Yeah, yeah. So Smart obviously, man. I wasn't that scared if I could stand there with exactly. a fucking yeah, exactly. phone in my hand and a box cutter and another one, but. <laughs> I don't want it to really come down to that because... Got you. You got a podcast to do. You don't need to be in Rikers. I got a lot of shit going to Mm -hmm. get arrested for slicing somebody, you know, on a train over fucking Well, why was he fucking with you at? Because I was scratching my name into the side of the train. He was vandalizing. Oh, so you got a good Samaritan. Yeah, yeah, Who came through it. It was like, yo, son, what the fuck are you doing? Well, see, he's seen me (laughs) doing it over the course of, like, a few months, I guess, you know, oh, so you, it's like... you. Yeah, I, I recognized him. So the first time I recognized him, he was sitting right in front of me and he was trying to fucking take a nap. And I got the fucking scratching <laughs> thing, you know, and scratching into the side of the thing. He probably got so upset oh, from that. Golden. You know, I woke him up with the fucking scratching noise. It's a fucking train. It's not a bed, you know? Like, I think I'm more in my right to scratch into a train than you are to fucking sleep on it. Mm. In my opinion. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So <clears throat> on my way. Yeah, up, you're talking like a Bodman. <laughs> on my For real. You know on, my, on my way. <laughs> Fuck you, <this> dirty <laughs> motherfucker sleeping. I'll vandalize whatever I want, bitch. I pay my rent. You don't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean You paid your little fare, me too, bitch. Now what? You know, it's a train. It's not a fucking tent village. And you were like, yo, I, I do scratching on your face too, kid. What's popping? You want some graffiti on your dome piece? I'm on my way up here. What would they call it? Scratch, scratchiti? Scratchiti, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to, was it Ro and Roz? You remember mm, all that yeah, shit? Definitely. Ro, Roz, and mm. 
Oh, uh, there's another one. I think Frey. Frey had a lot of fucking scratches. Yeah. But they put the protective. Yeah, you can't really do it. You so could do much. it, but it won't last. You yeah. know, eventually they'll take it off. But they've been lazy, so it kind of stays for. But they've been real lazy lately. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, I scratch things because I want it to stay. You yeah. know, like okay. marker shit goes, paint shit goes. You scratch something, it's there. Even the concrete now, they've done something to the concrete where it dries quick and you try to get in there, it, mm -hmm. it won't pop at all. That's what I use. I use a scribe. It's like right. for writing in concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On my way up here, I had a lady stop me because I took a tag on a, a red firebox. Mm -hmm. Oh, so this, so this is like it's a continuing thing. That's what I'm saying. You. People, like, I got so used to being able to just walk around and write on shit. While the pandemic so now you got to adjust. And now I got to go back to, you know, looking both ways. Like, I don't give a fuck, you know? And <laughs> I can tell. And this woman stopped me and she started yelling at me. But, like, I have my headphones on so I can't hear her. So, like, like I finished my shit. I'm just looking at her. I can't hear her. So it's, like, mad comical, you know, to see, like, this white woman yelling at you with no voice, you know? And in your mm. headphones, you're listening to fucking Julio, smoke weed and shit? Julio Fulio. Huh? Do you get high? No. No. No, no. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, smoke weed and shit. Okay. No, because I was wondering, because that experience, like, oh, I, I noticed, like, God. sometimes when I'm a little twisted, you might look at something, and it's kind of comical, because you're in your own world, but you're in their world, and we're all in reality. You know I what mean, I'm trying to it, say? It's comical for a lot of reasons. You know, the woman would go into the category of being a Karen at that point, uh, right? Uh, so... You know, it's like, just leave me the fuck alone. I told her, I was like, I can't hear you. I got big <laughs> headphones on. See the fucking big headphones? I can't hear you. I just walked away. Yeah, that's you know? what you got to do, son. You just got to be, you know, my, like, you got to be respect. Like, you know, I do a lot of Take stuff sometimes wheel. in the streets. And, you know, I used to be real reckless and kind of off the hook with my shit. But I realized that, you know, you just, you, you, you got to be mindful of people in society because we're all coexisting together. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, I'm not saying you're doing nothing wrong, but at the same time, I can see why they pressing you because they like, yo, son, man, you know, my life's fucked up right now. You over here scratching on the train. I'm trying oh, to get some sleep. No. And that she's woman... trying to keep her neighborhood clean. So, you know, you can see where people are coming from. Her neighborhood? Yeah. It's not her neighborhood. Well, you pay rent. You reside there. She might even own a house. Right? Well, where is this? It's in Park Slope. Oh, right around here? You bugging, son. Yeah, my whole family, we're Take that shit from to Brownsville, this, nigga. I'm from this fucking <laughs> No, I'm saying, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Nobody gonna say I'm shit to you on Saratoga Avenue. They'll be like, nigga, do some more. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm not like, fucking... Oh, you grew up over here? Yeah, yeah. I used to date a white broad, and we used to, we used to live on Bergen, right around the corner from the courthouse. And shit. Bergen and what the downtown Brooklyn, like more by yeah, Fulton yeah, Street, yeah, 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 yeah like Street. right around over by the courthouse, Bergen and something. I forget what it was. It yeah, was yeah. How long ago was that? She was over probably like 12 years ago, something like that. You remember how Fulton Street used to be? Oh, yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. Fulton Street used to be very wild, mm -hmm. not no more though. Nah, um, the whole of New York is ass right now. Yeah, like not everywhere. Niggas is wilding in the Bronx. You saw that shit in Bushwick the other day. Oh yeah, day? yeah, yeah. It's it, it's like pockets, pockets, pockets of, of madness. Pockets but of activity. They've done a good job gentrifying and cleaning shit up to a degree. And I was in um, fuck it, where was I? CVS or some shit a couple weeks ago. A motherfucker was in there trying to buy some shit. Like you know, the white people gentrifying. I'll be like, man, man, yo, shut the fuck up with all that. What was your grandparents doing in the sixties and seventies? Why they didn't fucking buy nothing? These buildings were a fucking dollar. 
This building's worth thousand dollars. How the fuck you gonna be mad at people that got money that wanna buy prime real estate that you've been sitting on for forty years and you didn't do shit? Mm-hmm. Nigga was like, "Oh word, yeah, that's a, you got a good point." Like nigga, you buying pretzels, fucking like zero calorie beer with your CVS fucking card to get a discount. Like you ain't like cut that tough shit out. Acting like you a fuck. Everybody's a fucking activist nowadays. Like you want to hear their fucking opinion. It's like whatever. I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but just be blabbering shit out in public. But mm-hmm. anyhow. I mean, the gentrification thing, people coming from other places, like, I kind of welcome the people coming here from other places, but, you know, it's my home, so when people come to your home and then your home starts catering to them, of course you're going to feel, like, uh, a little bit upset about it, you know? Mm. It depends. And also, I don't know, I I, I got tired of the ghetto. If you own land, then, you know, it would be good for you. Being fucked up, like, crackheads. Piss everywhere. So, but, wow, people. But, like, when I got off on the train on Myrtle to catch the Uber over here, a bitch was flashing me, talking about she shaved her head off, mad fucking crackheads over there, mad K2 heads, garbage fucking everywhere. And I'm looking at kids and women walk up the street and different people stepping over shit, motherfuckers laying on the floor, niggas throwing up some dude, walking in circles. And there was a point in my life where I embodied the ghetto shit. I grew up in the projects, but... Then when you start to reach a certain level where a quality of life means something to you and you start to appreciate the finer things, you look at shit like that and it's like, yo, I understand this is reality, but what the fuck could we do to change this? Mm-hmm. Like, clean this up. Now, I don't want it to be super whitey where, you know, a fucking loaf of bread is $12 now and everything is just super inflated, but, you know, there's got to be a middle grounds too. Like, people want to live well, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think that's one of the things in the ghetto that people don't sometimes... Well, people don't find the resolution to get over that hump. Like, we live here, we are the way we are, but how do we clean things up a little and get on the right path? You know what I'm saying? So we can just beautify our shit and just stand with a little more substance. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't give a fuck about quality of life bullshit. I think it's all a bunch of bullshit, but that's me. It's just a way to put well, people... Well, you the niggas scratching and fighting well, with homeless niggas on the train. It so. also, <laughs> that would make sense. It well. also <laughs> puts people in jail that don't fucking deserve to be there over like some bullshit. People, you got locked up for smoking a joint in the Nigga, that, that's park. the best shit in the world. Bullshit. I, they locked me up mad fucking times in my life. And they locked me up so much that I got tired of going to fucking jail. And if they didn't lock me up that much, I would have eventually got caught and just did like five or ten years. And then had to figure it out. So, I would get remanded. I would deal with mad bullshit. Wouldn't it just be better if they left you alone? Nah, son. Because then I would have never progressed into the person that I am today. I would have been a foul scumbag nigga ripping niggas off. Still to this day. You Maybe. know what I'm saying? I can speak from my personal experience. Like, yo, Maybe. shout out to Darky Duck, the session TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Over there, politics as usual. He got a um segment on his show called From uh the jail cell to living well. Mm-hmm. Like once you go through that hell, you understand that this shit is bullshit, son. And it's the things that I did in my life to get me to this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta make some corrections. Like the last one of the last times I got remanded. I tell people all the time, it was a big-ass sign on the wall. They was painting the shit. Nigga came, he was doing suicide watch, woke me up. So, you know, you got to be a little shit in yourself. So I look out, see what's going on. Nigga playing TV. I'm trying to hear what they do. But I see the big sign, D-O-C. And I was like, damn, son, you got Department of Finance. You got Department of Sanitation. You got Department of Education. You got Department of fucking... Subculture. Whatever. Parks, rec. You got (laughs) mad fucking departments. Yes. How the fuck do I keep winding up in the Department of Corrections? Right, because you gotta correct your fucking behavior. See, I don't. See, I, I don't agree. I, with I looked that. at the cops 
as the cops were my surrogate parents later in my life. Because if my parents was on my job or on their job, I wouldn't have been selling crack. I wouldn't have been doing things. I wouldn't have thought it was cool to terrorize my neighborhood. I would have had a better approach to things and I would have appreciated having this great quality of life and this understanding that maturity uh, uh, comes along with, you know, your essence and like, like kind of, well, I shouldn't say kind of how your parents brought you up because everything your parents tell you, you don't listen to, but just a certain environment that breeds productive citizens. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? So the fact that my parents wasn't holding me down that way, not that they were bad parents, but you know, I was doing what the fuck I wanted. The cops had to step in and be like, nah, you ain't gonna be doing all this all day because we care about you, yeah, even at, though you don't care about yourself. At what point, like, isn't how many it, times you got arrested? I've been arrested twice, but over my nigga, <laughs> yeah, overnight, you know, yeah. I just went through it, God bless. It's always niggas that like got arrested, like for like jaywalking and shit. That are like, yo, fuck the system, son. <laughs> no, it's not about fuck. Well, I guess it is fuck the system to get picked up for jaywalking. The quality of life is bull. It's all bullshit. It's just an excuse to put people back in jail and for, like, the system to make money. I mean, I think at a certain point, you know, you make your own choice. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I don't want my choice to be heavily influenced by the fucking cops or any of that shit. Well, it is heavily influenced because you just said that. You didn't want to buck fifty, son, because you got shit to lose. Yeah, yeah, but that's a so very why, why are you that's scared a very of dra- That's a very drastic. If you, know, you don't want to go to jail, right? Well, I guess sure, but yeah, nigga, come on, keep it real, son. Well, no, no. What I'm saying is, I should have been allowed to fucking buck fifty that dude and walk away and not worry about it. Well, you had the opportunity. That, no, I would have went to jail. The opportunity is not there. You smooth operator, nigga. You nah, got your headphones on. You pop, 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 pop. You push it, son. It's it's. It's Not it's me. more it's more than that. It's just I don't think I think people are over policed. I think that if it's not a violent offense, I don't know. When I people, stop breaking the law, the cops don't fuck with me. I could walk up the street when weed was illegal. I have five, six pounds of weed in a fucking duffel bag. Yo, officer, what time is it? And he's a detective. And I'm not even supposed to talk to him like that. But I'm gonna let you know that I know who you are, even though you're wearing playing clothes yeah. like oh oh it's 3:30. oh i have a good day son i gotta deliver these diapers and shit you know mm-hmm. what i mean like when i stop really breaking the law and trying to be out there like that you could do whatever the fuck you want i know niggas are selling fucking coke on wall street show up in a fucking suit nobody fucking bothers them sure. it's not necessarily what you're doing it's how you're doing it mm-hmm. so the cops are only here to fuck with you when you being mad ostentatious man black at that man off mm-hmm. the hook with your shit you know what i'm saying right like right. i don't have man so- i don't have cops run up on me I got mad drugs on me, and they looking for somebody to just rob someone. I fit the description. They searching me looking for guns. I ain't got no gun on me right now. So they say, yo, keep the drugs. Get the fuck out of here. Because that's not their job to arrest somebody for drugs mm-hmm. right now. They the gun unit. So there's times where cops have told me, yo, take your drugs and bounce, nigga. Like, it's not every cop is not a foul motherfucker. But then do you have foul motherfuckers? Yeah. But I was telling people, when you go through the streets... You start realizing when you get to a certain point and you get bred that you're going to go to jail. You're going to have to deal with shit. So you have your lawyer in place. So when you drop your lawyer's name, they fall back and be like, damn, yeah, that fucking lawyer be tearing niggas up in court. Oh, shit. Bing bong. Now, all of a sudden, you getting bailed out. Now you're doing this. You're doing that. You're making certain moves. So even though you're in a position where they feel like they have power, you're not powerless because this is a two-way street. But if you don't know how to play in the streets, you're going to be a victim and you're going to get fucked. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
We might just have to agree to disagree. Bang! There you go, son. Yeah. So, but on that note, yeah. Let's let let let's, let's get start the show. The, let's get to oh, well, the show already started. Y'all just went off into like drugs and cops and scratching shit on the drink. But don't worry, it's it's all good. This is Super P podcast. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, Uncle Nick is a creator. Yes. You know, you do create things. You have 20,000 followers on YouTube, Strong, the Wolfpack yeah. Strong. Exactly. So, uh, shout out to y'all, yeah, Wolfpack. So how, how long you been doing the YouTube thing? Um, I started YouTube uh, 2016, uh, 420. I started mm-hmm. my channel. Um, for the first year, I didn't really upload anything because I was fucking with Star and Buck Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to college at the time to get uh, my associates. And um, I was renting camera equipment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I took VAT and all that. So, uh, long story short, um, I found out that he was online. I used to listen to him on the radio, tapped into his show. He had a phone number. I would call in, talk shit, whatever. So, towards the end of my, um, you know, my little college career, whatever right. I was doing, we got to do an internship. Mm-hmm. So, um, I hit son up, like, yo, son, I'll be bugging out. We'll be doing this and that. Ooh, ooh. He was looking for people to create content and put shit out on the second channel that he has. So, I'm like, yo, son, sign off on this internship every week for me, and I'll give you videos. And we was like, oh, okay, cool, boom. So I would film videos. Initially, I was just asking people shit in the street. Like, yo, word on, it was word the street. Like, getting mm-hmm. the word on the street. So I would just right. stop my people in my neighborhood. And like, one of the questions I remember was like, who are you going to vote for? Um, what the fuck was it? Uh, uh, Donald Trump or like Bernie Madoff or whatever. And people weren't catching that it wasn't Bernie Sanders. It was Bernie Madoff. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, you know, Bernie Madoff. That mother, he's just shitting me. So, you know, I was fucking with people. Mm-hmm. But I was also playing on people's, you know, minds. And, you know, sometimes people aren't abreast and up to speed with right. everything. Or they just don't catch stuff. So it was kind of simple shit like that. Then people started to like, oh, look at this stupid asshole. He don't even know Madoff and Sanders. Today. I'm like, look, bitch. You know, so I did response video to that, and then mm-hmm. I realized people like me talking at them, mm-hmm. not necessarily having other people talk to them. You know what I mean? Right. So then that's when that kind of took off. So I say 2017, uh, me and son agreed to, you know, you go your way, I go my way. He's doing his thing, I'm doing my thing. Mm-hmm. So that's when I start putting out content. And initially it sucked, bro. I was getting like 12 views, three dislikes, mm-hmm. maybe one like. Mm-hmm. I hit the like button. And it was kind of just a hobby for me. And then all of a sudden, I think I roasted 50 Cent one day. Like, because he had, back in the days, not back in the days, but not too long ago, he had like an S curl or a Jerry curl. It was some shit going on. And um, that's just, uh, there was some, oh, Jadakiss had grew his hair back. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And everybody knew him with the baldy. So I roasted him and 50 Cent. And so that video kind of blew up. It got like 90,000 views. And then YouTube wound up sending me like a thousand dollar check. And I was like, word. So this is the wave. I could just make fun of niggas and G up. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it kind of started to kick off. And people, you know, it was a slow grind. But then um, I did these Nipsey Hustle videos and then other videos in between because some of the people that are connected to the guy that killed him his family actually reached out to me because I didn't know they watched my show. You don't ever know who's watching you. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we just want to give you the perspective on this guy, Eric Holder, because he's mentally ill. He's been mentally ill. Mm-hmm. He went to jail for a gun, but he never snitched on it. So, you know, they were trying to explain their thing. So I put that out there. Then another dude, he's a Main Street Crip, my man, HD Ford. He reached out to me like, nah, son, niggas playing games because, you know, they be trying to do the mentally ill shit so yeah. they don't got to go to real jail. Right. So I did a couple videos. Mm-hmm. Then that shit kind of... Pushed me up. And then after that, I wind up doing the um, 
a few other people hit me up. Uh, Sticky Fingers and Kodak Black, they got into some shit on the bus, and I wind up getting the backstory to really what happened, why Sticky Fingers was there. Mm. So um, Joe Buttons wind up peeping that, giving me a shout out. And then kind of it all started to pick up from there. So then I was like at 10,000 and 12,000 and 15,000. And then I start going places. Peter Guns, this one, that one, West Side Gun. You know, people bumping into me, knowing me, 38 Special. Just all these. And I was like, oh, shit. That's when I really started to realize what I was doing, mm -hmm. even though I don't see like the 100,000, 300,000 views all the time. This right. shit is impacting people and they're loving it. And when they see me in the streets, they let me know that. And then I started bumping into like fans, like niggas in the FedEx truck. Yo, bada bing, bada boom. Mm -hmm. Yo, Wolfpack, motherfucker. People in windows jumping out of cabs and shit. Yo, Uncle Nick, let me check it. I'm like, yo, son, I'm like a fucking C-list celebrity right, right now. You right, know what I mean? Right. And uh, flash forward, um, four years later, here we are. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing my one too. And um, I kind of like got in a mode where I thought that I had it on lock and I could just do whatever. And then the algorithm change. Then YouTube got a little slick. And sometimes I get political, so they shadow ban your ass. So right. there were all these different things that right. were going on where I said, hold on. I got to maybe try to change the uh, playing fields, adjust my margins, shift things a little bit. So I wind up trying to create some different type of content, like doing food vlogs and doing like, uh, uh, like going out in the streets, like capturing nightlife. You know, just different things yeah. that were... Are you still doing the food vlogs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still got the food vlogs. So what's the stuff. name of the food vlog again? Um, it's called uh, Feasting with Uncle Nick. Okay. Basically, I was doing something with my man Prance right. for a minute um, called Eating Good and Living Better, but right. there were just some creative differences, sure. and he's busy doing what he's doing. I'm kind of busy doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And um, I started to notice that... Well, that that's was going to lead into what I was going to say. Like, mm -hmm. when I adjusted the margins and was trying to create different type of content, I realized that my audience wasn't necessarily open to that. Okay. They like, yo, nigga, we don't give a fuck about you eating food and mm -hmm. walking around and chilling with but bitches. Not, but listen, but not for nothing, that was a, that's a great concept that you and Prance did. Oh, because, phenomenal, because, son. Because what I'm, saying, um, what I'm saying is, your guys did this when nobody was going outside. You was doing it around COVID times where everybody was in the crib and then you Chilling. guys are actually showing that, you know what? We we can't get back to normal something to normal. Oh, that's of course, and that's why I give you guys credit. Like, cause, like that when the episodes dropped, I mean, we were still in on, on lockdown for the most part. Son, you know we was out here making moves in the streets, moving through the ghost town, yeah, and kind of just making shit happen. You know what I mean? And kind of being fearless. You know what I'm saying? Letting yeah. people know that life still goes on. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And the great thing about that was is that I learned to edit, produce, and basically format a 30 minute program yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. something that you might actually see on tv or something like that or whatever the case may be so i learned how to just put all these things together and have it flow in a linear fashion where it all makes sense because it comes down to the edit you can capture a bunch of shit but does it make sense what are you talking about and how informative is it too because that was the thing me and prince thought about like you know I'm like, you can't just walk up the street and just be diddy bopping. You know, mm -hmm. anybody could fucking do that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So let's bring our experiences, what we know, into play. Do what we do and make this shit pop. You know what I'm saying? The editing was top notch. Thank like, you, brother. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I worked really hard on that. And that was the other thing where, you know, um, he's doing what he's doing, I'm doing what I'm doing. And I realized I invested so much energy into that. Like, those mm -hmm. edits would be 30, 40 hour edits. So it was hard for me to keep up with my content on my channel. So 
when I contacted YouTube and was talking with them and just started noticing certain things were going on and certain things weren't jumping, they say, hey, go back into your analytics and really look at what made you the man on YouTube, what made your audience gravitate towards you. And when I looked at the videos, the analytics, who's been watching, what they're watching, why they're watching, how long they're watching, it was the videos where I blacked the fuck out, be myself, give my opinion and say things that the next person wouldn't say. Not that I'm trying to be mad, controversial all the time and just start shit so I stand out. Nah, I stand on what I believe and I'll have a fucking different type of experience than other people in life. So I think my word means something, you know what I mean? And I don't fucking lie to people. And even if you don't like what I'm saying, I'm going to tell you my motherfucking truth, you know what I mean? So once I realized that that's what made Uncle Nick, I said, oh shit, let me get back to that. Because I was going to quit YouTube. Mm -hmm. I mean, fuck this shit. I ain't, get, I ain't come on YouTube to be mad popular. I'm not on Instagram to get mad likes so niggas can look at my clothes and I can be cool. I'm here to get paid, motherfucker. That's what it's always been about in anything I ever approached. So when I adjusted everything and got back to what I was doing, now the last, I say the last 12, 13 videos, 14 videos I've uploaded, I see the improvement. Right, People right. are watching. The views are up. The lights are up again. So now I'm back on my path and full steam ahead. So I think that uh, eating good with Uncle Nick, I think it would be a good live stream, like an IRL live stream. Yeah, Like really? without the editing. Yeah, yeah. Because then you're just chilling with somebody and like, you know, it's no editing. It's live. You know, mm. it's, that's an opinion. Mm. Have you like worked out any brand deals on your channel? No, no, no. I've had a few people reach out to me. But um, I'm always skeptical fucking with people for a couple hundred dollars or a couple things here and there, fucking t-shirts or something. I don't give a fuck about that. You know what I mean? Like, people have come to me, but it ain't really nothing that's substantial where, you know, I can say, okay, I can make five racks off this in a month. I could push this to that now. An annual income will boost up to this, and now all this makes sense in dollars. You know what I'm saying? So if you're coming to me with, like, a pair of socks and $50, like, get the fuck away from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, not that, like, I'm against that or anything, but... Like, I, I, I need something to help me get over the top. Because a lot of people that come to you with shit and want you to help them build their brand, but indirectly. Like, oh, look, Nick's rocking my shit. Oh, look, this one's over here. Oh, look, this one's doing that. And now all of a sudden, they're building their brand up, but they're not really doing much for you. Mm -hmm. You understand? So yeah, it's kind of like people yeah. approaching me with deals like that. Yeah, and it's like, it got to be a two-way street. Well, you got to be careful with that because when you are creative like yourself and you have this knack of creating things you have to be careful because people will take advantage of your creativity and then kind of like you know kind of like mold shape yeah, shift mold and, and, roll then, off and that. then and then it's it's their it's their, their thing now yeah exactly and you're doing all the work so well see that 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 joe Biden says some shit where it was like sometimes um in life people will recognize your worth before you mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, damn, this dude, Nick, right here, yo, he got it. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, whatever. He's got a good vibe or whatever. Yo, let's run, let, let's let's take this shit over here. He's not really paying attention right now. Or he doesn't see this avenue. And then we'll boost up, run off, get paid. And, you know, if he's in the picture, if he's in the fold, that's cool. But, you know, that was our way to segue into this or that. So, you know, I just, I kind of look at everything as like if I would look at the streets. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there was a certain point where I wouldn't sell drugs for nobody. What the fuck am I going to sell drugs for you? I'm going to get a dollar off a nickel bag, $2 off a dime bag, $5 off a A, fuck you. You know, I, at a certain point, yeah, I had to do things to get my money up. But then after that, I sell drugs for myself. Why the fuck would I do that? So that was just always my outlook. Like, why am I going to work mad hard 
for you to eat and me to get a little piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. But you got to work your way up the chain in life. So I understand that. There's levels to shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't just come out the gate and be Tony Montana. But at the same time, once you know the game, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself and be running in circles and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, I, you got a brand deal for me, son? Talk to me. No, I don't know anything. <laughs> Chinatown market needed, nigga? Mm -hmm. ah. They would be good for your channel. Yeah, you think so, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, so any any brands out there? Holla at Uncle Nick, Modelo, hence. <laughs> so what uh so what new things are you working on now? Cause cause now you said uh, you know, you're going back to like cause I see you're doing traditional Uncle interviews, Nick Uncle Nick stuff that you usually do did, yeah. did before. So what's going forward? Like what's the new stuff on the horizon for you? Like um, you're working on? Well, basically what I learned from the food vlog is that the 30 minute, 40 minute episodes, I can really compact that into about eight or ten minutes and just keep it real chop like boop, 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 tell a little story maybe 12 minutes but it doesn't have to be a fucking adventure so what i want to do moving forward is compact these food vlogs and kind of make them a little more snappy mm -hmm. where you can sit down and you know enjoy it take it in but it isn't like okay let me clip this and come back two days from now to watch the rest of it because it's like almost a fucking hour or right. whatever the case may be right. so that's one thing i'm going to be doing moving forward we're hitting up philly Washington, D.C., and I got a homie in North Carolina. He wants me to come down there. So we got three spots that we're looking at. Um, we might be heading down to Miami as well, if we could do that. So I might fuck with Thirst down there because he um, got a spot that he fucks with, like with healthy food and all type of stuff, really mm -hmm. jumping spot in Miami. So those are four uh, destinations that I want to hit by the end of the summer. So the food vlog, a little more compact, maybe 20 minutes, but not getting into where it's like a full fucking episode like some tv shit or whatever you know if that comes later on and we can expand on that that's cool but i would like to get that in the fold keep it kind of short so i can maintain that where it's not too much work and then um from there i want to do more interviews and i'm working on my comedy album right now because mm -hmm. you know i call myself the don rickles of hip-hop but any real comedian richard pryor eddie murphy red fox patrice o'neill charlie murphy etc 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 they all got comedy albums george carlin like you know what i'm saying so what I want to do is basically um, update the format to it. So basically, I want to do a live comedy album in the flesh, in the streets of New York, if that makes sense to you. So it's going to be mad creative, and I'm going to basically embody everything that I was around from a kid. The hookers, this, that, the mm -hmm. drug dealers, the pimps, the crackheads, and just kind of tell my life story. So it's kind of going to be a biography, comedy album, slash live visual. You know what I mean? And I think that's going to really knock people's socks off because nobody's really doing something like that. And you can listen to the idea and try to recreate it, but you're not going to do it the way I do what I do how I do. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. my flavor is just off the hook when it comes to being Uncle Nick. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then from there, um, I want to stay abreast with what's going on in the media. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So basically, just trying to get good stories that um, I think can add some substance and something to my message, which is just be good people, son. Take care of your uh, family. Take care of your community. Get fly. Get fresh. And don't do bad shit in life. You know what I mean? Where, you know, you find yourself, like, constantly in drama, mm -hmm. but you trying to big yourself up in a way where, you know, you got everything laid out and everything's perfect. Nah, stop fronting, son. You know what I mean? So I want to be able to deliver my message, but also give people the news, but also kind of stay away from the everyday negative shit, like this dude killed himself, this dude shot himself, this one did this, this one, because it's like the super negative shit is there every mm. day. And these young kids, 
They don't know how to fucking think, behave, move, act. Everything is just spontaneous fuckery. You know what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily want to have to be in that lane 24-7 either. So that's kind of like the thing. Compact food vlog, working on the comedy album, uh, doing more interviews with um, people that are actual content creators. So a little cross-marketing goes on there. Right, right, right. And then just staying abreast of what's going on in the media, but not having to get down and dirty like Wendy Williams all fucking day long. You know what I mean? So that's pretty much the focus for the next year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think if I can accomplish that, then a podcast opportunity might arise. Yeah, you ever thought about doing... I mean, you basically do a podcast when you're interviewing these people. Like yeah. uh, like, like the interview with China Mac. Oh, yo, shout out to my dog, China it Mac. sort of like, you know, kind of like back and forth talking. And, you know, I, I mean, I think you could... I always told you you can always do a podcast. Like, yeah, well, I had started a podcast, um, the Uncle Nick podcast. And then, like I said, it's just so many things going on, so many things to maintain that... It's kind of like a fucking three-headed dragon. Like, yeah, where do you start? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it starts, yeah. got so much shit going it's not, on. It's not it's, as easy as it looks. And it's hard to stay focused on everything you got to do when you got so much on your plate. So I think me working hard doing what I'm doing, once I get to a certain status, someone might want to say, hey, Nick, we got this opportunity for you. Or would you like to jump on our podcast? Or would you like to be a co-host or a guest sometimes? And I think things like that might start popping off where they open up opportunities and different doors where I can get behind the scenes now. And start getting corporate checks, corporate deals, corporate mm -hmm. deals. Yo, John, come over here. Yo, son, you at least, ah, we over here doing rooftop party, whatever the fuck bitches doing backflips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we, we could, you know, yeah. be in the mix having fun. <clears throat> but, yo, no scratch eating in the fucking rooftop party with yeah. the bitches, all right? What do you think about, <laughs> what do you think about, like, a Twitch stream? Like, DJ Xbox <clears throat> type of deal? Um... I, I, th I thought about doing Twitch. I think um, you should. I think you'd be great on Twitch. I, I, somebody told me that recently. They yeah. were like, yo, um, Twitch is where it's at. You don't have to play video games. And it's just kind of just about like expressing yourself and talking shit. And it's like, because my, my, my live streams on YouTube don't really jump like that. Like I see. No, it's on Twitch. You got to go to Twitch. Once you start doing Twitch, I give it under a year. You'll be on DJ Academic stream talking back and forth. Like 100%. Well, you know what's funny? I think he watches me, man. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. There was a day where me and a friend of mine, we were we were live and we were talking about Adam-22, right? Mm. And how he's a fuckboy. You know, he's a culture vulture. He's just a sorry-ass nigga, in my opinion. But um, we were talking wait, all this wait, shit. Wait, what, what makes you say that? Oh, you don't know his history? No. When he was making fun of black people? I have no idea. I've, I don't... But, yeah, no you better hit Twitter, son. He's a racist, dirty motherfucker. They caught him over there... Uh, um, Doxing 15, 16 year old girls in Canada that he was fucking because he had this BMX vlog and he became a, a blogger online and doing all this stuff. And then uh, there was another kid that actually ran the No Jumper podcast. Okay. He did it online, but somehow he paid for the whatever the fuck, the hosting shit, the server, you know, the website mm. thing or whatever. But then the kid, something happened. He kind of fell off with what he was doing and that's when like Gucci Mane and all the little drill music was really getting popping and all mm -hmm. that so basically the kid fell back so he asked the kid if he could just run with the brand but the kid didn't know he was going to turn it into what he turned it into right. basically he took someone else's format that he was helping build he was just behind the scenes doing his BMX shit and he ran off with that and it's like yo son I watch videos of you fucking with homeless black dudes 
Why on your fucking bike? Yo, why you here? Why you feeling kind of what you was talking about? Yo, why why you sleeping on the train? And you get around some real niggas, a nigga will blow your fucking head off fucking with people because you don't know what the fuck people been going through. You don't know why they're here, why they're laying on the train. Last time they took a bath, what their mother did to them, if they was molested, if they got fucked over, if they smoked some dust and they crazy. Like, I got mad compassion. So when I see, like, people fucking with people for no reason, I'll fuck you up, son. And we could all go to jail, but that nigga gonna keep sleeping on the train or doing whatever. Well, not I not mean, to put I'm you not in there. I'm not fucking with people. No, no, no. no, no I'm no just saying because we were talking like, like that earlier, and that's what Son was doing. Like he was filming something. He was doing his thing. You were doing your thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a it's like a black a, dude that's just there in the mix. And now, because the black a, dude, wait, 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 hold wait, on, wait, let me no, finish. No, no, a way so different situation. So now the situation. black dude is there looking at Son like, "Yo, dogs, don't film me. Don't do none of that. I'm resting." And then they turn around and they start talking shit to Son like, "Ah, ooh." And I'm like, word, that's how it is. Then he goes online tweeting, talking about uh, um, some shit about black women and gorillas. And if you go down his Twitter, this motherfucker be tweeting man shit. So when I saw all the racist shit, the sucker shit, and how he's not even from the culture, he's just some BMX nigga that likes hip hop. Like, get the fuck out of here. How is you running shit, son? So when I was talking about that, I, I believe academics watches me because I had stopped my live stream and I didn't know Adam 22 was live. Like 20 minutes later, academics is in there using all my talking points. Bang, 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 bang. What's up with the girls that claim that you raped them? What's up with this? What's up with you hanging out with underage girls? Why are you doxing girls? Why are you doing all these things online? Why are you be hating on black people? What and he was like, yo, are we going to end this? And I said, oh, shit, because my man hit me up. Like, yo, son, academics blacking out on Adam 22 yeah. right now. We was just talking about this. Yeah. So... But the thing with what I was saying with my man is like, I'm not in a position of power where people are going to listen to me and say, fuck this nigga. Let's not fuck with him. I'm not into canceling people, but I'm, I'm into holding people accountable. I don't, my platform's not that big. So I think when academics heard me say that, he said, well, you know what? I'm the Don Dada of this shit. I'm going to go over there and tear his ass up right now. So stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like so, wait, overall. Wait. Okay, so you just like inadvertently called me like a racist. <laughs> oh, so, I, you 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 like, didn't tell me if the dude was black. You didn't tell me if the dude was white that you was fucking with. You didn't tell me anything. Okay, I just compared the situation: a homeless person being interrupted by people doing things. The homeless person says something, then the people turn around and they're a little aggressive with him unnecessarily. That dude was black. Your dude, I don't know what he was, but maybe the dude was black, and subconsciously you're telling him yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was he? White or black? We're both Hispanic, dude. He's Dominican. Like, Who? He's Dominican. Both of us. We're both Hispanic. Oh, Me and the guy are Hispanic. Guy? Yeah. So did y'all talk Spanish? Or was it like a brotherly bond thing? Or what? Does it matter? Does it matter? No, I mean, like, is that not why no, you want to cut him? No, I'm kind of, no, I'm kind of offended, dude. Like, what do you mean you're offended? You can't, like... Just Nigga, you like, bugging right you now. You just can't be talking like that. Did that shit that. and let's move on. I don't <laughs> want to hear that shit. Let's go, John. Next question. Just, did you inadvertently do it or not? Like, what the fuck you mean inadvertently? If you feel some type of way, it is what it is. Next question, nigga. I'm not <laughs> doing right. nothing here. I came all here right. to have fun. All right, all right, all right. You know what I mean? Yo, you're going to finish this because I'm not going to sit here for this shit. All right. Go ahead. Do you. <laughs> Uncle Nick in the house. Oh, Jesus. Shit gets crazy. But, um, crazy. So, uh. Now let's proceed. Ah. Uh, it's a feeling, man. It'll go away. Yeah. So, uh. Wow. So let's let's keep let's keep on going. So uh <laughs> that that escalated pretty quickly. No, I think he just doesn't understand what I'm trying to say to him. Like he didn't mention the dude what his race was, right? Honestly, yeah, he didn't 
I don't know. So I'm talking about Adam 22 and just comparing the situation where it's a homeless dude. It's people showing up doing stuff and acting like because you're homeless, you're right. not entitled to be here being homeless. And they kind of pop shit or get an attitude with the dude. I don't know what he had going on, but I was just comparing the situation. But, right, you know. but I mean, did you at any point? Like, did you take it like that? You thought I was off the hook with it? No, I don't. I think he kind of has a, his own personal I mean, cause, I mean, hang up with it. Yeah, because you didn't say. I didn't. It was never said what the person nationality was. Until, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I so said, how could I be? Until I said they would, the guy was Dominican. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, well, how could I be pivoting you yeah. when I don't even know the complete thing of your story? Well, anyway. Anyhow, let's proceed. It is, it is. Shout out to Ulysses, man. You're a little sensitive, but I fuck with you. Yeah, that no, that this is a first. This is must see TV. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, so that's what you got. Um, one more question before we, I guess we, we know we'll wrap this up because I did want to ask you a couple more questions. Well, well um, do your thing, son. Don't yeah. get frazzled. Oh no, 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 Don't no. Get, it, like, no you it, know it, what I mean? Like, and I know your man just walked out. That's no, your no, partner no, no, and all no, that. It, but, just, you know. it just escalated so quickly, like. I didn't know what the hell happened. Well, no, I see where this is going, and I don't want to have a long, drawn-out conversation where somebody's trying to go tit-for-tat with me about some shit that I know in my heart. I didn't say that way. When you listen back to the podcast, you'll yeah. see what popped yeah. off. Your man right there is sitting here listening to this, right. doing the whole thing. He said he don't, he didn't see me doing none of that. I don't think you caught it nah, that way. I didn't. But I didn't, for him to be like, I'm going to leave right listen, now. Go ahead, nigga, leave. I didn't see anything mm -hmm. coming to that. But anyway, anyway, it like I said... I got one more question for you. So, what do you think about the vaccine? I, I, I really um, want to get your opinion on this vaccine thing. Um, you know, it's interesting because I was doing a little research on it, and I seen that I think back in 2018, I think something like that. The dude Fauci was he has a company or a firm that actually invested in uh, them doing some research on bats. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, you flash forward, I guess whatever he was doing with that particular. What was it called? Like bio, virology. What was it? Oh, okay. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff. So, uh, basically, when they compared what he was working on to what COVID is now, it's like ninety nine. Like it's fucking super fucking identical. So, uh, bio weapon, whatever the fuck. So, basically, what I I I I believe it was man made. Um, I don't know why we work on stuff like that, but I think it would, somehow there was some faulty stuff going on mm -hmm. where people just didn't have their proper protocol and procedures in effect, and it leaked from the lab because, you know, we had SARS, we had this, we had the swine flag. Where do all these fucking things come from? These are things people are working on. They leak. Ah, they get out there. Somebody's working in the facility, get back out in the streets, and now it starts to fucking spread. But this was, like, super off the hook, and I see some people, I guess, thought that it was fake, you know, I see some people don't wear a mask. My beard is my man. All this stupid shit. For me, like, I've never been, like, I learned in life to just go with the flow and follow the rules. Mm. So if that's what you're saying, what it is, all I got to do is wear a mask. I don't give a so shit. So, but, um, are, are you vaccinated? No, I didn't get vaccinated, but I haven't caught it and I constantly get, um, tested mm. and shit like that's that. Good. You know what I mean? So, you know, I wear my mask, I eat well. Um, Joe Rogan was saying something to the effect that, you know, if you're young, you're healthy. You do your thing, like you really don't need to be vaccinated. You know what I'm trying to say? Like at the end of the day, your immune system, work on that, boost that up, get um physical, uh, work out, you know, like read good shit, like take care of your body and make mm -hmm. sure that you're just spiritually, spiritually, mentally, and physically strong, you know, for whatever comes your way. Now, what I noticed with it is that kids, like people, old people, people with pre-existing conditions, it hit them really hard. 
You know what I mean? And their body's already failing or kind of not at the speed where their immune system is maximized. You know what I'm saying? Where they can fight certain shit off. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, um, if I have to travel, I want to go to see the Knicks, whatever. Maybe I'll get vaccinated because I see that yeah, they're doing... Some, uh, some things are telling you that you got to be vaccinated in to, order come to, to, to come into the building. So it, it, Straight that's what, up. That's so what it's to. Where I'm at right now, I haven't had any employer or this or that, like anybody position me where they're like yo son you gotta fucking take the vaccine but i'm not against it you know i know a few people that took it and uh, nothing happened to them mm -hmm. they're chilling you know what i mean they're corporate people they work they travel they do stuff so you know like to each his own you know what i mean i i've just I, i'm not like against medicine i'm not like super holistic guy running around with patchouli oil with my bare feet like mm. oh, shaka, 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 you know <laughs> but um i definitely am into you know taking care of yourself and doing what people think is right for them you know what i'm saying at the end of the day i'm not here to judge nobody i just tell people be safe man wear your mask um eat well and just be just be aware of who the fuck you're around you know what i'm mm -hmm. trying to say like there's a lot of other people doing reckless shit right. you know what i mean coming from places where people like let's say florida for example mm -hmm. coming up to a party and everybody's chilling and this you know you just got to kind of be aware of who you're around what you're doing mm -hmm. and how you're living you know what i mean and for me, you know, like, I'm not a person, like, uh, pardon me, I was just going to say, I'm not like a big medicine guy. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, I kind of just deal with shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. But um, I find, like, holistic ways, you know, natural medicine to kind of, you know, work certain stuff out. And I, I think that's the key right there for a person like me, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. if I were to get sick, I don't even get sick like that, dogs. I might catch, catch a cold, like, maybe once or twice a fucking year, you know what I mean? So that's just never really been a big thing in my life, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. me being ill, being sick, being in the hospital. It's like people with asthma and diabetes and gout and all the type of shit that they fucking deal with, and they're constantly in the fucking hospital, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that's just never been a big thing. But I see a lot of people are against it. Conspiracy theories. Oh, babies are in the vaccine. This, that, this one. did. It's like, yo, whatever, man. At the end of the day, feel how you want to feel. You're pro this. You're against that. Just make sure you're treating people well. Right. And you're not putting other people in a position where, you know, you're putting them at risk. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're being conscious of others, that's all, you know. That, that, that I'm truly concerned about. So if you want me to wear a mask, I wear a mask. You say you don't got to wear a mask, I still wear my mask. You say mm -hmm. be over here, I'll be over there. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I need to get vaccinated to do this. That's cool. You know what I mean? And if I'm going to die, I'm going to fucking die. I almost died a few times in my life. So I'm not afraid of death. It's just what have you done on this earth leading up to that experience and you taking that final trip. You know what I mean? That people are going to remember you for. So I think at this point, I did pretty good. You know what I mean? So COVID... I don't know. It's I, I I guess it can be a little crazy because some people don't think that deep. And they're like, oh, shit, you know, everything's going crazy. I might die. I can't be around. You know, people get mm -hmm. fucking worked up in their head. And some people are a little more extreme than others, yeah. I should say. Well, well, Plus, with social media, I think misinformation mm -hmm. is just off the hook. You know, um, it's really easy to say something and just have the shit go viral and spread and then have a million motherfuckers debating it for two months. So it's just like the the level of information, the way it's being processed, and the speed at which it's being received. Like you just can't keep up with it. So I just try to keep my heart clean. But I think uh, social media people with popular platforms that are pro and con actually really have the power within shifting the good or the bad or the skepticism that people have towards doing certain things. And if I'm not mistaken, they said there was a black woman who actually came up with 
the vaccine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something I like think that. the initial vaccine. The initial one, I think. Yeah, and then people were like, nah, son, you see, they trying to get black folks to, you know what I mean? The okie doke, you know, she's a black chick. Fuck out of here. We don't mm-hmm. want to take that shit. Because, you know, um, the government has a history of doing some grimy shit. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So I think that at the same time, along with social media and other things, kind of has people bugging. But I don't know. For me, it hasn't stopped me. Me and Prince did the podcast all through COVID. Mm-hmm. I've been rocking. I've been rolling. I was still doing me. I haven't caught it. Hopefully, I don't get it. And um, I stay healthy. You know what I mean? That's I just will. pretty much it. You know, wear your mask. Be respectful to others. And, you know, just don't 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 be a dick because of your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of people wanted to film motherfuckers and do this and do that and be outspoken and all this extra shit. Why? Because you got a little fucking live stream going or you got a little platform. Just mind your fucking manners. Do what you got to do and be your best. You know what I mean? Right, well said. That well, makes sense. well said. So we're going to end it off here, guys. Bow! Where can they find you, Uncle Nick? Um, You can find me on Instagram, uh, Uncle Nick underscore WTS. You can find me on Twitter, but not a lot of people find me on there. But it's the same shit, Uncle Nick underscore WTS. And, of course, you can find me on YouTube. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm doing my thing. I just punch your Uncle Nick. You'll see me up there, white bucket. No, actually, I changed my picture. I think I got a uh, five-panel plaid joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you. yeah, and um, by the Essex Street. You uh-huh. see a little joint yeah. right there. So I got that joint in there. So you see me pop up, subscribe. Um, I'm a little controversial at times in the sense of my political beliefs, you know, because I'm a little conservative. I'm a little street. I'm a little hood. I'm a little bit of everything. I'm a little liberal. So sometimes people think you're going to just be this way. So if you tap in... And you see something you don't like or don't understand, just leave a comment, mm-hmm. DM me, and we'll go from there. But for the most part, I got mad entertaining shit, and I think I got a little something for everybody. Nice, nice. Yeah. And yo, appreciate you having yo, me. Yo, man. Come through, son. It's always a pleasure. I will definitely come through, or we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah, yeah, because you got to come back on my yeah, platform yeah, so I could you do know, one we'll, with we'll you. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, you can find us on the Super Feet Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, on any podcast provider. We're on there, and now we have a Patreon. The link of the Patreon is on the Super Feet Podcast Instagram. You can, uh, you know what I'm saying? We have little tiers where you can get limited edition stuff. Uh, you can get the podcast early. You know, it's a whole bunch of Nice, stuff. nice, So nice. just uh, tap in with that. Um, Uncle Nick, again, it was a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Always, you know dog. You're mad you, respectful. You, know you thank always you for coming show love. Through. Yeah, thank you, you for never, coming through. Yo, yo, you cut your dreads, B? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a mohawk now. Ah! But anyway, shit, shout out to you. I'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Uh, I'll be back next week, too. I'm going to pull up. Yeah, <laughs> Nick will be back <laughs> you, next you, week. Ulysses not going to... I'm going to take his spot. Now, nah, I'm just fucking with you. And my bad, son, because you know you might be watching this later on. Not really my bad. I don't got nothing to apologize, but my bad if I made you feel uncomfortable on your shit to the point where you had to leave. That wasn't my intention, but I think you took shit the wrong way, but shout out to it, you. Yeah. But anyway, Soupy Podcast, we're out. Ciao. Bang!